재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Do you like hip hop? Of course What do you like about it? Tell the story I love the art of hip hop Give me, give me, give me, give me some of that Hip hop, hip hop Baby, baby Give me some of that Hip hop, hip hop Baby, baby Fuck the beat We are ready to drop the beat. Mm-hmm. It's Let's Hip Hop time, and we have got the ever so talented. She is not only a hip hop guru, but she's also an author. Yes. Author of the book Hip Hop Hada, Miss Kelly Song is here in the hello. studio. What's up, girlfriend? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's always good to see you on Monday. Yes. Uh, it's a great way to start off the It week with, mm-hmm. with music that just kind of empowers you and right? makes you. Want to dance and, and go back to a club? Get to see you and your big bright smile. Oh, and yeah. all brightens up our day. That too. That too. <laughs> and we always get to find out what you did over the weekend because yes. you have such an interesting life, more fun do than I. ours. <laughs> do I compared to us? You do. So yes. what did you do over the weekend? Actually, I watched a movie. What Ooh. did you see? See, we haven't watched movies in years. Can I name it? Though? No, it's still playing. But can I name an actor? Okay, Hyunbin. Oh, it's a Korean movie. It She is. She likes Korean movies. I like Korean uh, movies. Yeah. And Yoo Ae Jin. Oh, oh so that's a good yeah. duo. Was it good? It was good. Okay, I'd recommend it. All right. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are trying to figure out what to do this weekend, movie night. <laughs> movie All night. All right. Uh, today we're also asking our listeners a question. Mm-hmm. So, which disbanded groups do you miss the most? Because so I know I, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. And I was listening outside, and I definitely agree with your Min and Min's answer of. Um, Solid, solid, right? Yeah. And yeah. Crystal's answer of one time. Very, very. But I choose your own. Choose your <laughs> own. I would have to add H O T. Yes. That's oh, so. You're an H O T fan. Yes. As opposed to jet skis. Oh, yeah, It's okay yeah, to be yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh-huh. They are the one team that like, pretty much everyone is doing something on right. TV, but they're not doing it as a group. As a group. Yeah. Which is kind of, but okay, I could see that. I'm H-O-T. thinking, I'm thinking I'm going to dig into this, that Kang Tae and Moon Lee Jin don't get along. Really? I don't know. I just, he was at the wedding. At for Tony, for, for Moon Lee Jin. Oh. Right. Oh, what? I think you're thinking of another <laughs> member see, who wasn't at the wedding. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rumors out there. Someone right. doesn't get along. <laughs> Someone. Uh, well, we are going to get into Let's Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelly, of course, has done it again. Who are we going to be breaking down today? Yes. Yes. Uh, we are breaking down Illinit. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, who was born in 82. He is a rapper. Mm-hmm. So he was born in Korea, but he moves to Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> when Random. Was, yeah. When he was three years old. For mm-hmm. his, I think for his father's uh, job, he was studying there. Mm-hmm. And um, he remembers just, you know, being surrounded by nature, being so peaceful and Carefree growing up, right. and you know, uh, he he remembers just riding the bicycle all day long and having just no worry in the world. And he comes back to Korea in 1992, so he spends a good good amount of time in Wisconsin before coming back. And when he comes back. He was just so shocked by the big crowds and how loud people were. Because he yeah. said he remembers Ajashis <laughs> just screaming everywhere on the street. In Wisconsin? Oh. No, or here, 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 here. When, when he, he comes back. back. When okay. he comes back. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being so 
like it's a culture shock for him being right. back in Korea and being surrounded by so many what he calls loud people. <laughs> right. And um, at that time, he said he was also very um, he was a very short and skinny child mm-hmm. and also very pale. So you know he was very um, shy uh, when he came back to Korea, and he was very homesick for America. So oh. consequently, um, he would spend a lot of his time uh, watching AFKN and doing a lot of uh, playing a lot of basketball mm-hmm. with his friends, just as a reminder of you know his days in America. And eventually, he gets into middle school, and when he's 12 years old, he is handed a Cypress Hill cassette tape. Oh, <laughs> right. And listening to it, you know, I just said he was very physically small, but listening to the Cypress Hill tape, mm-hmm. it made him feel very strong. Like he was six foot two. <laughs> right. And uh, what he would do is he would memorize the lyrics and he would show it to his friends at school. Aww. And that really made him popular. Because back then we didn't have the internet where we can look up no. lyrics. Mm-hmm. We no. had to write it all out. Right. And, you know, <gasps> back then there weren't a lot of people in class who spoke English. Mm-hmm. So him, you know, that added factor of being able to speak English <gasps> made him really popular. He must have been the coolest kid in town. Right. Aww. And um, he said he got a lot of love from his middle school English teacher because <laughs> she would make him like read the books aloud. And because his pronunciation was right. probably better yeah. than hers. Right, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and so, you know, at this time, he also started writing lyrics mm-hmm. um, as a middle schooler. But he said, you know, at this time, it was more of a hobby and just a right. means of, you know, getting his, his thoughts out mm-hmm. rather than, you know, him wanting to pursue it as a career. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he enters high school in 97 and his father tells him that his whole family is moving to California <gasps> again again for his job so wow. yeah he just remembers being so happy when you know his father told this news to his family and it's got to be hard and I know you grew up this way mm-hmm. too but always traveling as a right. kid moving like moving once back. you settle Especially having to young. go right yeah. and all the packing and unpacking yeah. and, your and friends right. yeah, making friends losing friends yes. right and you know you always leave at the time you feel that I'm it's finally your new home, yeah, right? yeah. made Aww. good friends and I'm here. But for him it was good because he wanted to go yes, back anyway. Yes, he wanted and he was really homesick and right. he thought, you know, if he didn't have this chance he wanted to go to the US for college, mm-hmm. but now he had gotten that chance to go with his family. Right. And he remembers arriving at the San Francisco um, the airport. Oh, so Francisco. it wasn't Wisconsin. No, it, it wasn't. California. It wasn't. California. And he yeah. said it was so refreshing and <laughs> he remembers the palm trees and uh-huh. the perfect weather and he um, ended up uh, he lives in a very small city near Sacramento mm-hmm. and so he spends his high school days there and you know this time 97, 98 is really crucial for him in his um, becoming just um, himself because in 2015 he also releases an album titled Made in 98 oh. Oh. Yeah, so it's like a recollection of yeah. these days um, mm-hmm. in high school well, let's talk a little bit more about this after a song break. This one mm-hmm. is from Illinit. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, this is from his first uh, full-length album called Triple I, which was released in 2011. And the track is called Lost, and it features the vocalist Hyobi. Check it out. <laughs>
we were all contemplating, complimenting Huayobi's accent. Pronunciation is pretty good. Very talented, that Mm -hmm. young lady. And so is Ilanit. So he went back to California. He's living in a small city near Sacramento. He's in his high school years. Um, does it get more into hip hop while yes, he's there? He is. So yes, he does. And <laughs> so what he did, what he does is he spends this time. He says literally living in the record shop, the Aww. neighborhood record shop. Yeah. And one day uh, he goes in and he hears someone like rapping, and he go he goes up to the employee and he goes, "What? What is? Who is that playing?" And then the employee goes, "It's a team called Black Star, Talib Kweli, and Monster." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And so he's wow. like, where is the CD? I want to get it. And, I got to buy it. Right. And yeah. it turns out it was like a promotional CD mm. and it was due to release in two weeks time. Oh. And so it was like a pre, like a... To the record shops the promo- and stuff. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. So he put his name on reserve and then he comes back <laughs> after the two weeks. So and, cute. And he buys the album. That and that so changes cute. him. Okay. Oh, well, we're going to get more into this when we come back with the fourth and final segment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more to talk about. Illinit is all about hip hop and we're going to tell you well she's gonna tell you yeah. more <laughs> uh next song yes it's a 2013 single uh called hello and it features juno of 2 p.m and of course it's from illinit we'll see you in the fourth and final segment still can't believe it it's a really good feeling Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of K-Popular. We are hip-hopping with our girl Kelly song for Let's Hip Hop. And we left off with Illinit buying his, buying his new Masta. favorite right. CD. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, at this time, Korean hip-hop was also growing. So, mm-hmm. you know, he listens to a lot of, like, Honey Family, Drunken Tiger. And watching Drunken Tiger, he said, well, he, he dreamt to himself, like, this could be me. I could, uh-huh. I could do that because I'm from California as well. And I'm living <laughs> here. So, you know, for him... There was so much of this desire to go back to the states, but once he was there, now he dreamt of coming to the to to Korea mm-hmm. to pursue, to pursue career. a career in hip hop. Yeah, right. And in two thousand, uh, he comes back to Korea for college. And um, two thousand eleven, a year after that, oh, two thousand uh, and one, sorry, the year after that is a really important time for him because here. Um, I won't name a brand, but it's okay. a sports brand. Yes. Uh, they hold a hip-hop festival. And oh, they did. Yeah, they did. And um, it was a nationwide competition for basketball and hip-hop. And Illinit, you know, he sees it and he signs up for it. Mm. And, he, and he makes it to the finals. Wow. Right. And here... His two loves come together. Come together, <laughs> right. And Drunken Tiger, who was sort of his idol. His they, three loves come together. Yes, oh, my uh, word. They come and perform as a guest. So wow. he couldn't believe he was like seeing them oh, in front gosh. of his eyes uh-huh. performing. And at, at this um, festival, he meets two two people, DJ R2 and Room 9, who were there to promote MC Sniper. And through these two, he gets introduced to MC Sniper. Uh-huh. And so that was sort of his link into the Korean hip-hop scene. But, you know, he doesn't pursue music right away. He goes into the to the army mm-hmm. and after he finishes services he puts all of his savings which he had saved up 
teaching English, which came to about Obeng Manan, which is about five thousand US dollars. And he joins with three of his friends to live in a basement studio in Ilsan Tewadong. And what is interesting about this space is that it was originally a photography studio, so it was not designed for living. Living, Yeah, and the owner even warned them, like, "Are you sure you can live here?" um, You know, they were young, so they said it doesn't matter. We'll live here. And um, they named themselves 5MD, meaning five meters deep, because the basement studio was literally oh, five, five meters, meters deep. So when you look out the window, you're literally looking at like the floor. The, the feet, right? And all the, floor. the cement. Oh. And so um, what's interesting here is that one of the friends, I mean, not all of them pursue music um, a- after a certain stage, but mm-hmm. one of his friends um, is now a composer at JYP. Wow. And we'll get into him a little a little later into the story. Okay. But what happens is he spends about four years in living there um, in the studio uh, making music, but he he still doesn't pursue it professionally because mm-hmm. he still has to go to school, and he's just at this stage where you know he's kind of indecisive: is it music mm. or work? Music or work? He's still trying to figure it out. But he's do you know if his family was supportive of both? I think. Um, that was one of the issues because his father was not. Obviously. Right now he is. <laughs> yeah. But right. at that time, it was all about being studious. Right. Because his father's a professor. Right. So oh. all about being studious, going, like having the steady job mm. and steady income and whatnot. Well, we're going to uh, take a song break and then we will come back to find out what he chose. I mean, I think we already yes. know. Yes. <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> yes. So this song is off of his 2013 single album called Exhibit I. And the song is called Dawa Katinji. Yeah. We're here. Yes. Anybody <laughs> out there? Yes. <laughs> uh, that was a song that, that uh, we were saying sounded kind of like something Swings would do, and it sounded like his voice, too. The right. singing part. The singing yeah. part. Yeah. It's interesting. Do you know if he was a fan, maybe, or if they're close? Or? I think. He's a, a little older. Yeah, he's so a little bit older than true, Swings. He's a little bit before. Yeah, mm. A little bit before. So, so Swings took his style. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? What did he choose? So yes. Because <laughs> we can't oh, tell. Yes. Music, of course. So what he does, I mean, all throughout the, the years, he had been in contact with MC Sniper, but mm-hmm. like as a friend and more like a crew kind of... Uh, on a crew level but you know when he makes this decision he contacts MC Sniper and he signs with MC Sniper and he releases his first EP called The Eye which was released in 2010 and he releases his first uh, full length album Triple Eye which we heard a song off of in 2011 and um, I think there were sort of sort of creative differences in the styles that what MC Sniper liked yeah and what Ellen it liked so you know eventually they part ways but you know it was a very um 
It wasn't a hostile breakup, right. but very on, on good terms. Mm-hmm. And um, MC Sniper let him go, um, you know, and wished him very, <laughs> wished him well. And what you know, Elena did was all this time, you know, he was making music, but he called himself um, in, in the interview an icon of Kalpang Chilpang, which right. means like undecided, like here, uh. there, here, there. I can't decide. And throughout his life, he felt like that. Um, just entirely because it was either studying, making right. music, work, making music. He couldn't decide. And he said to himself, like, you know, it's time to make that decision now right. or never. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he releases um, a mixtape called Exhibit I, which we just heard a song off of, mm-hmm. as a very just completely solo project. So from start to finish, he directed it, you know, and he was in control of what would be the outcome. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, when we were talking about sort of the basement studio days, we were mentioning this producer who works for um, JYP. And this friend really helped him out a lot on the album because, you know, mm-hmm. Elinit was very, he was alone and he right. didn't have any of the resources that he would have had uh, with the company. Right. So, yeah, this friend really was sort of like the lifesaver. Um, Elinit described him as a lifesaver. And he helped him with like mixing, mastering. Oh, yeah, and, that's you know, important. It is, right? Yeah. And finding like distribution and everything because mm-hmm. he had no clue like what to do with it. And, you know, he gets this out and it, it gets a lot of attention and a lot of love from not only the hip-hop fans, but really fans... Um, the artists in the underground scene uh-huh. and the hip and the hip hop scene, so that was for him a way into sort of being back into the hip hop scene. Mm-hmm. Like, and artists really welcomed him with right. open arms. Right, and um, through this mixtape, he also. Uh, through the producer friend gets introduced to Fame J who was running Factory Boy Records mm-hmm. after he himself had come out of JYP. So he signs with Fame J of Factory Boy Records but it's nothing too official. It's more right. like you know, okay, getting that something. help. Yeah, let's yeah. do something. Right. Let's try to make it happen. Right. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. And you know, he's still making music and in 2014 he um, collaborates with an up-and-coming artist by the name of Eleven and they put out a project mini album called Airborne and that also does pretty well in the underground scene. First time hearing about Eleven, Eleven. Yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, he's part of um, an underground crew with that had I'm blanking out on the name right now, but if you think about it, oh yes, I all get to. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. but But, um, yes, so that that single did well. Yeah, it Um, did well, and they did a lot of just performances all around Korea with that album. So I have a question about the underground hip hop scene. Yes, Um, even if if you just kind of get your name out there in the it's not mainstream but underground, there's still a lot of opportunities to perform and make money. Shows and stuff, I would assume. I mean. I think now with like Show Me the Money, like the, big programs, the platforms yeah. are getting smaller. Like unless you are on this kind of like mainstream, right. like getting that media attention, it's got to be a mainstream hip hop, right? Yeah, but you see a lot of also like artists who call themselves underground going mm-hmm. on these shows and getting. Because they need Same. to get right. their name out there. And that's why right. some people hate on them. Be right. like, oh, you're, you're not, sold out. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's uh, tricky. It is. Yeah. Especially in hip hop. Right. Yeah. But it's all about like pride. being authentic yeah. and real. But you know, deep down inside, I don't think there's a single person out there that doesn't want to get the music right. heard. Yeah. Know? And their so. voices heard. Yeah. So is Ill in it with a label now? It's kind of, I think he's still with Factory Boy, but he hasn't 
put out anything like in a big album unit right. this mm-hmm. year. I mean, but he definitely still mm-hmm. continues to do music collaborations. Yes. He does a lot of like judging that. stuff too on those um, hip hop survival shows sometimes. Ilan hasn't been. Oh, he doesn't. I think you're thinking of Ilan Air. I'm thinking of Ilan Air. They sound similar. I'm acting as if I know what I'm talking yes. about. Ilan <laughs> Uh, well, we will have to just wait until he comes out with more yeah. stuff. Um, I don't think he's done. No, no he's not. Sure. He's yeah. not. He's got a lot more in store for you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something that he said that caught your attention during your interview. Yes. So this is Illinit when I was asking him about what hip hop means to his life. I wasn't born into hip hop, but it's the most important culture I met during this lifetime. Hip hop wasn't there when I was living in Wisconsin. I met it in Korea and it nurtured me during my days in California. I grew up with hip hop and hip hop completes me. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. He truly loves hip hop. He loves hip hop. That yeah. is married. I think to he it. embodies it. He, yeah. Yes. It kind of made me smile, though, the part where he said, um, hip hop wasn't there when I was in Wisconsin, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't see it there either. <laughs> that, that I just totally got it. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much again, Kelly. Thank you for, for having me. Breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have more artists yes. to yes. find out about. So excited. Someone uh, with a tie to Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again. We'll see you next week for more. Yes. We're going to play one last song. You want to tell us about it? Yes. This is off of the 2014 Project Mini album with Eleven. And the uh, song is titled One Life. Before we play it, real quick, I'm sorry. Um, Eleven, are are they still doing their thing in the industry right now, underground? Do you know? That's another Eleven, I think. All right. (laughs) Uh, We are going to go ahead and play it for you. This is a younger Eleven. Again, here is Illinet with... One life. Bye, Bye, Kelly. Bye. Oh, one life. It's about time. We finally end born. Time to go get it. Us two, two ills with a new.